So hey everyone, um, this is Ashley. I am here with two former Teen Advisory Board members. We have Aaron Swope and Marilla Smith. They were both actually Teen Advisory Board presidents before they left. Um, they are here to talk about their college experiences. Both have a little bit different um, with where they're going and with COVID. So they are here to talk about that. So Marilla, if you wanna go first and introduce yourself, um, where you're going to school, your major, you have a minor and any future plans? So I'm going to school at Loyola University in Chicago and my major is environmental science and I have a minor in Spanish language and literature. And for future plans, that is very unclear at the moment, so. Okay, and Erin? Um, yeah, so I'm a junior at the University of Notre Dame and I'm studying accounting and international economics with a concentration in French. Um, and then um, future plans. Um, I'll probably end up working as a tax accountant for one of the big four public accounting firms right after college. Um, we'll see how long that lasts, but we've, I've also thought about law school or grad school at some point too, so. Awesome. Who knows? Who knows, you got a couple years. We both have a couple years to kind of figure it out. Um, I didn't figure my life out until way after, so. <laughs> um, so was college always in your plans? Do you always choose, like, I'm going to, I am going to go to college? Marilla, we'll start with you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was mostly because I knew I wanted to do something with, like, science, and so that mostly requires more education and yeah. then also I liked education and learning things so it wasn't like I was in a hurry to get out of school right you want you wanted to learn more you kind of you kind of thrive in that environment I think you both definitely thrive in that environment of just learning and always learning more and Aaron I, I assume school is always in your future yeah it was I would definitely agree with Marilla too about kind of the wanting to learn more and um just I was excited to kind of be in an environment where everything was just about school like 24 seven. Um, that sounds super nerdy when you say that, but um, <laughs> in a good way. And then I think also like going to music camps and stuff some summers on college campuses and just seeing that environment also helped just to reaffirm my idea that that was the right move for me after high school. Yeah, you kind of wanted that. Besides the learning experience, you wanted like that college experience, right? Yeah. And luck luckily you were able to, um, for a little bit before COVID. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, when you started thinking about schools, what were some of the aspects that you were looking at? Um, for example, like your field of interest, if your school was known for that, location, affordability. Um, Marilla, what were you looking at? Um, it was mostly field of interest, like if they had what I was mainly interested in, plus other things I was like potentially interested in, like if I changed my mind or something. Which a lot of people do so I was like statistically I will probably so find something did you yeah. get a lot of different schools or do you think were you kind of really kind of pinpointing this specific school um I looked at a bunch of schools and they're mostly like like in the midwest except I didn't like rule out far away schools just because they were far away they just weren't like preferable okay to me and Aaron yeah um I knew I didn't want to be in the South because I'm weird and I love winter and I knew I wanted snow. Um, and then, I mean, I guess, yeah, geography. I, I did really want to go to a school in a city, which obviously I didn't really end up doing that. Um, 
field of interest was definitely something too. I wanted to go to a larger school that um, had a lot of students, had a lot of opportunities. So like Marilla said, if I changed my mind, you know, there were other avenues available to me. Um, affordability was also definitely something that factored in just because, you know, I didn't want to financially die during over the, the next four years. Um, but I would say that too. Um, some schools look really unaffordable, but then with the help of financial aid and stuff, which unfortunately you don't see until after you find out after you've already applied, but um, it can, that can impact the decision later on too. Um, so yeah, just those are kind of the big ones. Yeah. So what was like the major deciding factor of your specific school? Like, why did you choose where you're at? Marilla? Um, it was the money at the end. Like I applied to all these schools and I didn't like not apply to them because of money. Cause like Aaron said, you don't know with scholarships and things. Yeah. And so like I had a couple I was still considering and there were some I'd ruled out cause they wouldn't give me any money. And then this one came through and I got a big scholarship. So that's why I chose that one over the other two that I was considering still yeah like towards the end that's a very big deciding factor for sure <laughs> kind of push your decision along and Aaron yeah I kind of narrowed it down first based on affordability just kind of cut loose the ones that weren't going to work and then from there I don't know it's kind of hard to describe it's just it was kind of a feeling I got when I visited and just talking with students I went and visited after I got in and um, the band program there has a very active recruitment arm for high school seniors. So I got to talk with some saxophones there and just talking to everyone and being on campus. It just felt like a place that I could definitely call home for the next four years. Um, so I guess I would, I'd probably say the people. The yeah. People. Did you visit before you applied? I, I did. Um, against my will, kind of. My mom, we were on our way out to visit a school in Michigan. Um, and my mom was like, oh, let's stop at Notre Dame. You know, like, it seems like a good school. And I was like, eh, I don't really think that's for me. It seems like a big football school. I didn't really, wasn't sure if I wanted the whole college athletic scene to that extent. And then I was like, nah. So we visited. And it just as soon as I stepped on campus, like I said, I wanted to go to a school in a city, but there was something really idyllic about the quads and yeah. the trees and the dorms and everything. So it definitely, um, it taught me to not go entirely by kind of my preconceptions of what college should be and things. Um, and I won't lie now, I really like the college athletics too, so. Yeah. Well, that's a kind of a good point. So make sure you visit and get a feel. Marilla, did you visit prior to applying or I going did. there? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. um, when yeah. I think back to it, I don't think I even visited. I went to UW-Platteville and I did not visit prior, um, but I was kind of set on going there. So mm -hmm. it wasn't all wishy-washy, but that's kind of a really good point to, cause you're going to be there for four years or more. So you want to feel comfortable with where you're going. Yeah, um, I know that's been hard this year, like with COVID because things have been shut down cause my sister has not really been able to visit. Yeah. yeah. So I imagine that is a big struggle for students going to the college right now because they might not get the opportunity to actually go look and that's yeah. that's hard I didn't even think about that so she's done a lot of virtual tours but it's not the same as like being on campus yeah for sure um so you guys kind of talked about scholarships 
Um, did you receive scholarships, um, grants? Did you take out loans? Are you working right now too to kind of help with that or all of all of the above? Marilla? Um, I got a scholarship because of national merit. Nice. So it covers my tuition and then I still have to pay for housing and then I'm lucky enough that my parents can cover that mm -hmm. right now. So um, yeah, I did have like on my initial financial aid, like work study and that sort of thing, except they replaced that with a scholarship. So okay. I don't. And then um, when I was on campus last year, I applied to jobs and just like on campus, but didn't get any because I wasn't work study. And then because they prioritize those. Yep. And then so I didn't work because I didn't like stretch too far into the city because I wasn't comfortable yet. So, was, and then I was at home last semester because of COVID, which I assume we will talk about later. Mm -hmm. And then I did work over the summer and then this fall semester while okay. I was at home. Okay. Aaron? Yeah. Um, so Notre Dame has a pretty robust financial aid program. They actually, they don't do a lot of merit-based aid, um, but yeah, the financial aid packages, it's normally um, a scholarship, and then there's some like loans in there too. You can either take them or you don't have to, depending on, um, you know, what else you have going on. And then um, I also do work on campus and um, working has actually been really nice because um, on college campuses, there's a lot more jobs than like I initially thought there were, you know, you kind of think of the standard ones, like working in the bookstore, you know, in the dining service or whatever. <laughs> um, but if you're interested in like, I work for the band and now I also work for Notre Dame has this thing called lab for economic opportunities and they use economics to help partner with poverty, um, like programs that help alleviate poverty and figure out if what they're doing is working and if not, like how to help them, um, things like that. So there's a lot of jobs out there too that can kind of help add to your studies that you're doing in the classroom. Um, so just like, I don't know, like I found, found out about um, that through like professors and just talking with adults. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> adults know things. So it's great that like you're able to get experience in your field of study and get paid too. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about COVID. Um, Aaron, you got topic. I know everyone's favorite topic. <laughs> Unprecedented. Um, <laughs> Aaron, you were able to get a couple of years in before COVID started, and then Marilla, you got a, like a semester in or so, I think. A semester and a half ish. Yeah. So, um, and then Lily, she um, was unfortunately unable to join us with this interview, but she started like during COVID. So um, her perspective is a little bit different. Um, Marilla, do you want to talk about your experience with college and COVID? Like what happened when things started to shut down? Did you go home right away? How was starting this year? Where are you at? So it was like March or whatever. Obviously everyone knows that when everything mm -hmm. shut down. And so other schools were closing before we were. So we pretty much knew that and then yeah, then they kicked us out of the dorms. And so I went home and then online classes. And then this fall, they were like tentatively going to bring people into the dorms and then have still online classes, except last minute, they're like, actually, no, we're going to keep the dorms closed. And I didn't want to get an apartment. So I just 
lived at home for the fall semester and just took all my classes online and like worked in Janesville, like that mm -hmm. sort of thing. And then they opened them for the spring semester. Like I moved into the dorms like last week and that's where I'm right now. And the classes are still online apart from labs. So I have one class that's a lab. So that's the only one in person and the rest are still online. So I'm just taking them from my dorm room. Is there like, a, I assume like a lot of places are closed on campus. Like you can't, or like the dining halls open. Are you able to like leave your dorm and do things? I mean, yeah. Safely? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go to the dining halls to like pick up meals or whatever, but clearly not the same and then a bunch of academic buildings are closed and you can use the library but you have to like register beforehand and still wear a mask and that sort of thing and they have like specific spaces that you can work away from other people yeah Erin probably this kind of same kind of experience yeah um especially last spring semester we actually had all come home for spring break and we were at home when we got the news that like other universities were starting to go online so we we're like oh no so everyone's like at home so a lot of people didn't have their books or anything so the university hired people and like you could fill out a form to have like write in what your room was and then they'd send like hall staff in to go get your stuff which led to a lot of people joking about you know they're going to be horrified at the state of all of our rooms um like especially the guys rooms oh, no. uh, <laughs> but, um, so yeah that was kind of that was a real 180. Um, and then, yeah, over, I had an internship for over the summer, but luckily I got really lucky. A lot of my friends, it just got canceled, but they moved ours online. So I just worked from home. And then we did go back in person in the fall semester. Um, we went back super early in August, um, which we normally don't do. And they got rid of our fall break and our Thanksgiving break. So there weren't opportunities for people to leave campus and go places. Um, as much they tried to limit that as much as possible um so it was kind of nice we were done before thanksgiving um but it was one lawn hall uh i mean campus was definitely different um we had a lot of testing i think i got tested like eight times over the course of the semester and then this semester they're upping it to once a, once a week so i'll be getting tested every friday um <laughs> yep um but yeah and like some spaces on campus were closed. Ours was a little more open. Um, like most of our, most of my classes were online or in person, um, except for one of them was a hybrid. And then one of them, he moved it online because cases did go up early on. So they moved all the classes online. And then when they went back to in person, he was just like, eh, we're in a groove now. We'll stay. I will, I'm not a huge fan of online classes, but it was at 8 a.m. So it was nice. I just roll out of bed. and <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I got to get up a lot later um but I got much more in touch with nature um because you had to eat outside the entire semester pretty much and I discovered a new hatred for bees um there <laughs> they really know where the food is and come bother you um but yeah so it was a different experience but I mean college students are resourceful in normal COVID times I remember we'd find like weird things to do or like you know, and the same goes for COVID. I remember one of my friends, um, we always used to do a movie night in someone's dorm room. We couldn't go into each other's dorms this year, so that wasn't an option. So we found an outdoor outlet on one of the buildings and then just 
someone had a projector, so he stole their electricity and then projected it on the side of the building. Um, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> you have to get creative. If you, you get yeah. creative and it, it works. We're a little worried going back because we're like, you know, we don't want to get anyone sick, obviously, or anything. We're also like, we don't really want to get frostbite either. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll do, we'll probably do some Zoom things from our dorm room like we did last semester yeah. too. Yeah. Hopefully things are a little bit different like next fall semester for yeah. both of you, but it's hard to say. It really is. Um, let's see. What's one thing that is completely unexpected about college besides COVID? That's just unexpected for everybody, but <laughs> one thing that was like a big surprise for you going into college. Um, Marilla, anything? Um. I mean, everyone says this and I was skeptical, but it's like, literally you can just do whatever because people aren't supervising you. <laughs> you and don't have to say, ask to go to the bathroom, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking a little bigger than that, but <laughs> that's true. Right, it is right. weird. You don't have to ask the professors to go. You can just leave. <laughs> just walk yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah it's just our adults now, so. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like classes aren't all day, every day. They're just whenever they are so yeah. gotta figure that out and then also I didn't expect to like night classes but I do so that was unexpected are they like the three hour night classes like it's yeah. one day a week yeah mm -hmm. I enjoyed those too actually I really enjoyed those that's what I have after this yeah Erin <laughs> was there anything that was unexpected for you I would say um I would agree with the unprecedented level of freedom for sure um one time I was in class and I had a massive coughing fit and the building I was in the water was just horrible and I was out of water so I literally walked to a building that was like right next to it and got water and then just like ran back real quick so that was that was interesting but um on a bigger level too I would say I was also surprised by how fast friendships formed and like they were and how like I don't want to say like deep because that but like deep and serious they got too um definitely a lot faster than I experienced in high school um I think just being around people 24 7 um the same people all the time and you just kind of develop those bonds and all be being thrown into a new situation together right too. yeah you're all kind of experiencing the same thing yeah um Talk about couple, like your classes and like the expectations from professors. How is that different from high school? Did it take you a while to adjust to like the new learning environment? Um, I know both of you are very, very studious students. So I, I assume it was kind of an easy adjustment, but was there anything that was difficult? Anything for you, Marilla? I'm gonna make Aaron go first this time. Okay, Aaron, you can go first. <laughs> um, one thing I would say, I think we'll talk a little bit about time management later too but um just with classes like Marilla said they're not like all day every day they're scattered throughout and in high school you kind of have a mentality of like okay during the day I'm at school and then I do my homework at night and like if I get a break during the day awesome I get a break and you know I can read a fun book or something but in college you'll like three hour breaks in the middle of the day so it's not really a great idea to take three hours off of doing any work whatsoever. Um, but you're kind of in that mentality of like, oh, it's the middle of the day. I don't do homework now in a way, you know? Um, so just kind of um, shifting that. And that was something my friends and I were talking about that a, a lot of us were like, okay, this is different. 
also just professors they're not as explicit in what they want always and not they don't require you to do everything to succeed in a class like I have accounting classes where yeah sure they assign you know 20 homework problems a class but they never collect them like there's no way that they'll ever know if you did them but then when it comes around to the test that's where 30 percent of your grade you kind of get screwed over if you did. <laughs> don't haven't done it yeah <laughs> so a, a lot more self-motivation and then like I said too professors just aren't as clear about things like they don't always give rubrics or whatever like they did in high school so you kind of once again have to get yourself to office hours if you have questions to ask them to you know most professors are definitely willing to um, get more specific on what they're looking for if you're confused but you kind of have to ask first sometimes mm -hmm. yeah I definitely agree with having to be more like self-motivated and things and like the professors, well, I mean, in my experience, at least, are not going to be like, oh, you're having problems. Like, right. let's see what we can do about that. Like, you've got to take yourself to tutoring and figure out your problems or something like that. Like, if you're having issues. And then um, I had something else. Oh, and then it was just also, I had a lot of like, big lecture classes just because I was taking chem 101 like mm. so that was different than with like 80 people in this big lecture hall instead of how many people in high school class. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna ask yeah. about class sizes because that obviously professors have are responsible for many students so you can't like concentrate on you um so like you said your lecture class about 80 people Aaron is that about the same for you or so yeah I think I don't really have as many of those anymore, but yeah, I think the largest lecture I was ever in, it was like 80 and the smallest class I was ever in had about like eight people in it. Um, so there's yeah. definitely a range. Yeah. And as you get yeah. move up, you have fewer of the larger lectures for sure. Yeah, I've had smaller ones this year and it was just last year with all the introductory things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose once you start narrowing down to your specifics uh, field of study mm -hmm. and the classes are get a little bit smaller and you're kind of, with the people who are in your field as well. And I, I assume what too with COVID, is that like affecting your class sizes too? Um, well, Aaron, you're in class, Marilla's not yet, but online, I'm sure it's just tons of people, but if it's in person. Yeah, it's, they've gotten really creative in the spaces they, cause we all have to be social distance in the classroom. So like a lecture hall that could previously hold those 80 people maybe holds like 30 now. Um, so they've had to, like, the PAC is being used for some of the really big chem lectures and stuff, um, and someone, I know someone who had a class in the maintenance building, I'm not really sure what was going on there, but um, I picture them, like, next to a giant boiler or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, they're getting creative with that. Yeah. Um, oh, one other, sorry, one other yeah. thing I was going to say about difference, too, um, this is just, I guess, advice. Um, you know, in high school, people always joke, like, college professors aren't going to be as strict as high school professors in some ways that is definitely not necessarily true as far as like formality goes because you know like those memes where people are like oh high school professors say oh college professors will never accept this and it's like college professors in reality and it's like oh hi my name's Dave like I'll be gone next week because I'm gonna sleep in or whatever I had so many professors like refuse to answer emails if they weren't like properly addressed or like one guy gave us a lecture about how you should always call your professors like professor or doctor because they worked for their PhD like they deserve unless they tell you so I would just say always err on the side of formality at first um, 
because people don't get offended by formality, I think, but some people do get offended by informality. So very good advice. You never you just kind of have to go in, in the, the class with the expectation that this is a professor. He's gonna be by the rules, by the book. Um, yeah. yeah. Some professors will I had one professor who got mad if you did call him professor. He was like, My name is Carl, I deserve <laughs> no respect. Like I you are paying me to teach you. Right. Uh, he was great. He was fun, but um. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, is there anything about college that is similar to high school or an aspect about high school that you miss? Aaron, you can go first this time. <laughs> oh, no. um, hmm. One thing maybe, um, like one thing that was kind of cool is that in your activities, you often, you were indifferent at, like I did forensics and band and there was a lot of overlap between the two. Whereas in college, it's more like I have my band friends and then I have, you know, my French friends. It's, it's a little more separated. So it was kind of nice to have people that you could talk about those multiple aspects mm -hmm. of life with. Yeah. Marilla, is there anything that you that's similar to, to high school that you miss about high school? Um, I mean, something that's similar to high school is that literally all the professors or teachers are variable. Like some of them are super strict and some of them aren't and you just have to figure that out. Yeah. And some of them have like explicit instructions about how they want you to format the essay and the other people give you a prompt and say, like, we want like between five to seven pages, go for it. And you're like, what do you want? And yeah. then <laughs> something that um, I miss from high school, this is also regarding teachers, is probably just like knowing them personally and like instead of just another person passing through for the semester and then right, right. like kind of that yeah I can definitely see that yeah that's I was I would say that's something it's definitely harder about college is getting to know your professors because like in high school some of my teachers I had for two years so you get to know them whereas now I have a professor for three months and then that's it so that's it. Kind of and then it's <laughs> especially hard because um like when I was in person, I didn't have any classes in my matrix. I was taking like the basic science chem and bio stuff. And then it's over Zoom, it's super hard to connect to your professors because you can't just like hang out after class or anything. So I've been like needing, I've been applying to internships and stuff. And they're like, oh yeah, we want a recommendation from a professor in your major. And I'm like, I don't know any of those. Like right. I've genuinely never interacted one-on-one -on -one right. with them. Yeah, and they don't like know you probably. You're just unfortunately probably just like a name right now, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. So yeah, I totally agree. Like in high school, you have that familiarity with your teachers. They know you, they know your family, especially growing up in small town in Melton. I'm sure we all had the same teachers. Even I probably had teachers that you guys had. So um, teachers stick around and they kind of know you and your family. Um are you involved in any groups, clubs, sports, or school organizations? How does it add to your college experience? Erin, um, I know you're involved in a lot. Yeah, I can start. So I am in um, the marching band at Notre Dame. Um, it's, that is probably 
or like 95% of my non-academic related things like come from like all my friends are fellow band members and um we kind of joke it's like a cult but like a good like a happy cult Um, just like we have a lot of inside jokes and stuff so um but it's really great like um it's just a really great outlet it's a way for me to do music still because obviously I'm not a music major or anything so kind of a way and a outlet in that way um is a great way to meet people when I auditioned you know automatically you have like the saxophone section at Notre Dame has about 60 people in it so automatically you have like 60 new friends um you know so that's nice and then also just within organizations there's opportunities for so like I have the job with the band um there's also officer positions so you have chances to do you know kind of get leadership stuff to put on resumes for that too and then um it is pretty cool to get to you know run out of the tunnel in, in the stadium and <laughs> play for football games so yeah um Marilla are you in anything I know you're not in person but virtual clubs anything um so last year on campus I like went to a bunch of clubs to like try them out and most of them did not work out like I just did not click with them or anything and then um I did do pet band because well Loyola does not have a football team but they do have they're big into basketball is their thing so there's the pet bands for the basketball except that's not happening this year so there goes my one activity and then (laughs) I joined one this fall the student environmental alliance and they've been a little bit at loss on what to do since they're not on campus to do the things they usually do but i've been going to meetings and just a group of people i guess to with a similar interest talking right right that's awesome that's one thing that i kind of regret when i went to college was not really getting involved in anything um on campus um or anything that i feel like those would be good memories to have and like the connections Aaron you said you can make with people that maybe will turn into like lifelong connections and lifelong friends. Um, so let's talk about how do you manage your time? I know it's difficult with everything being online um, or hybrid with work or anything. Any kind of um, advice you can give on managing your time in college? Aaron? I would say prioritization. Um, like some nights you just have too much work to do and you're not, you know, you're not going to be able to do it all 100%. So just figuring out like, this is what I really need to get done well. And this is what I can skim through this chapter and be prepared enough for the lecture tomorrow. So prioritization is a big one. And also just writing everything down. So you're not surprised by when the professor is like, oh, that paper's due next week. And you're like, oh, I forgot about that. Um, So that's, that's definitely important. And also just getting sleep that was something new I tried this year um because the library was not open 24 hours this semester so that killed any like 3 a.m cramming sessions I had yes yeah and that's another like switch up your study spot sometimes and if you're not being productive someplace just leave like you're not going to become productive there um so yeah sleep is a big like sometimes just throw in the towel and go get sleep and you'll be surprised like things will turn out better when you know you're not a zombie walking around the next day <laughs> yeah that's, that's probably that's probably a good thing yeah <laughs> kind of reset your mind and yes. start all over again they say sleep yeah. is important <laughs> it is it is I would. 
Marilla, do you have any tips or tricks about managing time? Um, Especially being like you're more virtual than Aaron is. Mm-hmm. Any kind of thing that you learned? Um, I would say definitely like find your routine. Like this goes for in-person or online. Just like say once just the first couple weeks of the semester, just like figure out how much each class requires. Cause like usually there's kind of a pattern, like apart from and like an extra essay here or there studying for a test. It's like, okay, this class requires X amount of homework problems for you to solve or whatever. And then this class requires a ton of reading that you're not gonna be able to get done in one night. And so just like say, okay, well between these two classes and that three hour gap that Erin mentioned, I'm gonna get homework for this class done. Yeah. And then just keep that up. So you just are in that mindset, like, okay, after I finish this class, I will automatically go and do homework for this class. And then I get a break, Mm -hmm. like, just so you're used to it each week. So you're not scrambling. And then writing everything down is super important, especially because sometimes they don't like mention things, but they're in the syllabus. So if you just copy things out of the syllabus, it should be fine. Yeah. So get yourself a good schedule calendar um, and write everything down (laughs) and schedule in your breaks, kind of make that part of your routine and everything. Yeah. And also I would just say to figure out like um, how you work best. Like if you can write an essay for five hours, like be like, okay, on Saturday, I'll work on my essay. If you can't stay focused on one thing for like, you know, that then maybe be like, okay, I'll work on the essay each night. And then like on Saturday, I'll do like a bunch of these little assignments or like little problems or things for other classes. So just kind of think about how you work and plan accordingly. Yeah, um, about that, uh, I would always, it's always funny because my roommate and I had wildly different like schedules and work habits and things. Um, So like she would start her essay like the night before it was due and stay up until the wee hours of the morning because she couldn't focus on it beforehand. Like she can only focus with the deadline when she's sitting down and doing it. And I would like work on it like a little bit for the entire week leading up to it just because I get frustrated with it and I'm like you know what I'm done I'm moving on we're going to do something else now yeah. and then I come back to it and it worked better for me yeah you kind of have to learn your own styles and everything um speaking of roommates you want to talk about dorm life like how were you randomly assigned a roommate did you get along with your roommates um what are the dorm rooms like I went to Platteville and they were super small and old <laughs> Um, Aaron, do you want to talk about Nordine? Yeah, so um, we are all randomly assigned roommates as freshmen. You don't get to choose at all. Um, you don't get to choose your building either, so that's kind of a whole, because we don't have sororities or fraternities, so the dorms themselves kind of become like mm-hmm. the ident- your identity in that way. Um, and um, so we all got randomly assigned. I ended up in Baden, which I was excited about because it's centrally located and it was built in 1897 so it's super old but it got renovated the year before I moved in so it's like old but not gross old Um, (laughs) so that was nice and then I I lived in a quad my freshman year with three other girls um we two of them like became like best friends I think they were together our sophomore year but like overall we just kind of coexisted um and sometimes that you don't have to be best friends with your roommate sometimes it honestly seems like it works out better if you're not best friends um so my friends I know I'm just not meant to live with um but um so yeah just like you know be respectful don't come in at 2 a.m like you can come in at 2 a.m but don't like turn on all the lights and be super loud and that um but yeah our our quad was super small too so we had a little common room and then we had a room where all of our beds were 
Um, We were right on top of each other. Um, And then my sophomore year, I lived in a triple. Uh, It was nice, so it was a two-room triple. So once again, we had a common room and then like a bedroom with all three of our beds like crammed together. Um, And then this year, which it kind of worked out nice for COVID, I'm in a single. um, Nice. Have my own room. It's super small, but... um, Hey, it's your own space. It's kind of nice to be able, now I can come in at 2 a.m. and like, turn on, like, <laughs> you know, just can't fall, or like if I just can't fall asleep, just, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Marilla, what was your experience? Before? Um, we did have the option to choose roommates. I didn't though, I did random. And it worked out really well because my roommate and I clicked. And then um, again, we had, it was, it was, we coexisted very well because we were just like respectful of each other and things, but also we had, schedules not in common at all like I had 8 a.m classes I'd get up at like 7 or something and then she'd stay up until 3 a.m because doing her homework except she'd like just have her desk it was one room so she'd like just have her desk light on and I'm lucky in that I can fall asleep anywhere just like on demand so I can just go to bed and sleep through anything basically and like I was I was talking to someone she's like yeah I am very like light and sound sensitive when I'm sleeping so I could not have had you like your roommate situation but yeah yeah, yeah. and then I, this year oh this year I'm, yeah <laughs> this year they're not giving anyone roommates because of COVID like so I'm in I have a ton of space because it was like meant to be a triple except it's just me in it so I have like there's like three desks and three closets and things and it's like I don't need that much space but I appreciate it that's awesome <laughs> yeah and, you, and since, but they did but you could request to be like near someone so my roommate from last year is across the hall from me so okay. that's nice that's really nice um I'm lucky I'm still friends with my roommate my sophomore year roommate so we've been friends for over 10 years and a lot of our friends group is still kind of um, in contact with each other so it's awesome that if you're able to form those like relationships friendships with people in college and carry on that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what has been your favorite experience so far in college? What's a highlight that you look back on? Mine is actually not related to school. It's, but I enjoy it because I'm in Chicago. So, and that's very different from Milton. So I just <laughs> mostly enjoy, I mostly enjoy like being able to get on the L and just like take transit downtown and walk around or go to a museum or something, or it's just all these things that you can do. So that's just been my favorite, like that ability to go places and new experiences. That's awesome. Yeah, I would say, so like my very formal best experience was um, my freshman year, um, New York or uh, Notre Dame played a football game in Yankee Stadium. And so they took the band out to New York City. So we took a bus all the way out to New York. Um, the entire band took like nine buses. Um, it, those bus drivers driving like through downtown New York was, you know, we were like applauding them by the end. We're like, this is impressive. Um, but that was just a super fun experience. Um, riding on a bus with people for like so many hours um, actually turned out to be more fun than I thought it would be. And then just walking around New York with my friends and obviously playing in Yankee Stadium and marching there was pretty, 
was pretty cool. Um, That's awesome. But I think like too, some of my best memories of college, and I can't think of like any specific ones, but sometimes they're just when you're hanging out and you're like, I think one time I was hanging out in a friend's room and then one of our other friends came over and we like plucked her eyebrows or something. And we're just like laughing about it. Super. It was weird. I wasn't, I was just sitting there watching them. I was like, this is weird guys. <laughs> like some of those just really random moments where you're not really doing anything big or anything, just hanging out and enjoying each other's company or yeah. I think it's probably what I miss most about this year's that's kind of taken a hit. Those, yeah, those fun little times that, like, they just kind of are spontaneous. A lot of those times are just spontaneous, too. They just kind of happen out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty awesome, yeah. Um, so one last question. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to incoming college students, um, what would it be? Whoever can go first. I would say just take advantage of opportunities because you never know when a deadly virus will come and shut everything down and leave you with the sad pile of regrets. Oh so. no. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yes, I would echo that and then just say like don't be so worried about cuz like I know when I came in I was really worried about not taking advantage of every opportunity or you know not doing well in my classes or not finding friends or anything and I think sometimes when you just relax and four years is a lot longer than it seems like right now, like I'm on the down, like on the other half, it seems <laughs> I don't have much time left, but um, it is a lot of time and you're going to have time. Like I'm a junior right now and I'm still thinking about maybe adding a minor real quick and trying to, so there's always time to do more stuff and don't worry. Professors going to office hours isn't as scary. The vast majority of them are very nice um, and very willing to talk to you. And they want, like, that's why they're a professor. They want to be there talking to you. All the other freshmen are in the same boat as you, even though they may not act like it. Like, everyone's stressed out about classes. Everyone's stressed out about um, school and friends and stuff. So just don't worry. Take it a day at a time. And like, take every opportunity that comes along. Cause yeah, you never know when COVID's gonna come and just, just stop oh, everything. everything. This, is, this is specific, but also I feel like there's some sort of, this is something that I kept thinking about because um, if there's tutoring and you are struggling, go to tutoring yes. because <laughs> there's like some stigma against tutoring or whatever, I feel like. Like, it's like, you're not smart. It's like, no, tutoring is the reason that I pass chemistry, so. Yeah, tutoring is the reason I passed Calc B, so. Um, and like, no one's gonna, because I didn't do too well on my first test for like multiple reasons. And I, I went to my professor and was just honest with him and he didn't look at me like, you're an idiot. Why are you here? Like, you should drop this class. He was like, okay, this is totally redeemable. Let, let's just like figure out what works best for you. So yeah, don't, yeah, get help if you need it. It's not bad. <laughs> And a lot of colleges have amazing tutoring programs. Like you can become a tutor yourself too if you enjoy helping people. Um, they're, yeah, that's awesome. Well, I want to say thank you to you both for sitting down with me um, and kind of giving insight into college. Um, hopefully, our listeners got some good advice and kind of good insight into everything, and hopefully, kind of put some of their fears to rest. Um, I do wish you both luck and hopefully finishing your years. Hopefully it's a little bit different. Um, and COVID doesn't completely 
change things, but we'll get past this. And I just want to say I miss you both at the library and part of the Teen Advisory Board. I appreciate you both um, being a part of the Teen Advisory Board and 